Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about Steven Spielberg's latest, The Post. Oh wait, we already did that. It's a Ready Player One. <laughs> the complete opposite of what The Post was. Right. If you're looking for a character-driven movie, a movie with a lot of substance, a lot of weight, a lot of gravitas... Uh, go watch the post. Go watch the post. If you don't want that, any of that, if you want something just kind of just like candy for the eyes and your senses, go go watch Ready Player yeah. One. Pretty mm-hmm. much like like one sentence description of the movie without going into details. Uh, very problematic plot wise and yeah. detail wise, world building wise. Yeah, characterization is really off. Yeah, but somehow Steven Spielberg made it pretty damn entertaining. Yeah, I would say the strength of this movie is Steven Spielberg and the animation. The weaknesses of the movie is the writing. I think that's number one. That's the yeah. one thing that's really bad Co- writing. Co-written by the original guy who wrote the book. Too. Yeah, maybe they should stop. Maybe <laughs> they should not write. And Zach Penn's been around for uh, for for a while now. For a he, while, but he's yeah. but he's always hit or miss, right? So he's always hit or miss. It's one of those things where uh, yeah. I don't, I don't want. To... And it seemed like a lot of people who read the book said that this is actually better than the book. So right. it's like it's almost like Ernest Cline was kind of like. All the complaints are here. I'm gonna rework it in the script for the movie. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. My my. I never read the book, and I'm because I don't read because you know reading is for losers. But my my whole thing is like from what Twitter is telling me, it was a big deal when it came out. But it's one of those things where it hasn't really aged well. Like a, like a specific friend of mine actually mentioned when she read it years ago and stuff like she loved it. She really you know, it really spoke to her. But then she reread some of it as preparation for this movie, and just why this movie has not aged well. Did this, you did you read the article really on why? Uh, why Gamergate? Uh, Gamergate affected people's reaction to Ready Player One. Uh, the, yeah, the no, book. no. Go ahead. Part of it too, because because Ready Player One is very much male driven, stereotypical white hero right. boy gamer mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. And and after Gamergate happened, you had to start seeing those kind of perspective mm-hmm. in a whole different light, and right. it kind of ruined it. Not to mention the fact that even from the beginning, all the pop culture reference were way too reverent in the yeah. book. And he went way too much into it. And not, it wasn't just pop culture. It was just the fact that it was mostly just video games in the yeah. 80s. And kind of also, thing. apparently, people of color and women didn't produce any uh, pop culture content in the 80s and 90s, apparently. That's, <laughs> that's what I also learned from the movie, too, and stuff like that. And also, just uh, speak, not just the, the Gamergate part of it, but also uh, the uh, uh, people of color, but also just internet trolls and the hate and anger right, that's, uh, right. that's kind of outside of uh, Ready Player One. But I can kind of excuse some of that because it, it is it is a light piece of work. You know what I mean? It's not to be. It's not really a drama. You know what I mean? Right. So I can right. kind of excuse it a little bit, but I can't ac- accuse the poor writing, the poor characterization, the poor plotting and stuff. It is essentially that's- the definition of a popcorn movie. Yeah. Right, where it's like the leave your brain at the door kind of yeah. kind of movie in a sense. Yeah. But seriously, the visuals are fantastic. It's in this stunning. Movie. It's stunning. You know, like the, the sequence that I really thought was really worked really well was the race scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. When the race scene happened, just watching that play it true, like past the, what the trailer shows, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh! If this was a real video game, mm-hmm. I would be like ecstatic. It's a know? stunning piece of work. Number yeah. number one, you ne- there's so many things going on at the same time, yep. but you never lose track of like where he is in the race and you know what I mean? In relation to other th- the things that's going on, where he is on the track, where he's going and stuff. So that's number one. That's amazing and stuff like that. Then the number two, uh, the, the race plays again twice, tw- actually, you know what I mean? Right, when he right. goes through it again backwards, you 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 know what's gonna happen, but you see it from a different perspective, from underground. You know what I mean, and see how it kind of how the monster comes out, how the King Kong comes out, how the dinosaur comes out. It's a really fantastic set piece. It's a great set piece. Yeah, yeah. In my review, I wrote down that's the best action sequence in the movie, 
and that's the high bar of the action sequence in the movie, and that's probably that's probably it. Because yeah. if you think about it, the rest of the movie doesn't have an, an action set piece that incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. Even the final fight, the war, was yeah. kind of lackluster. Yeah, it was just. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just like like oh, pop culture reference. There's yeah. there's Chun Li. There's Overwatch. There's you it know. is all luscious luscious B- BJ to pop culture. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what the movie is. You and know and I mean? my That's biggest my biggest complaint yeah. with the final battle scene is Iron Giant. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If okay, I, this is a fa- this is the fanboy in me mm-hmm. complaining this because I think most people don't care. Mm-hmm. The movie Iron Giant, the, ho- the giant. The whole point is that he's not a gun. Yeah. He's not yeah. a weapon, and yeah. they use him as a yeah. weapon in this movie. Come it, on. Is, it is ironic <laughs> that the whole theme, the whole point. Of the Iron of, Giant. of Iron Giant is he doesn't want to be a weapon and the real Iron Giant if he was in the video game he would literally have a stroke he'll literally have a heart attack you know what I yeah. mean yeah he'll be he'll like, like what like, am I doing what he'll have a mental do? breakdown you know what I <laughs> mean but to be fair two 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 points number one it is uh, a person's avatar you know what I mean right I, but yeah. I understand you know but if you're a fan of Iron Giant shouldn't you know what's about but anyway anyway that's the point no, no it's true though but at the same time it also a uh, commentary on how gamers are nowadays mm-hmm. where. They have a reference for some, a reverence for something, but they don't always stay true to what they liked about right that, the meaning, the, the deeper themes of, of what the the the, the, thing, the piece yeah. is. Like the like the DeLorean, you know, it's part of the whole time travel thing. But for many gamers, it's literally just a car. Right, it's a cool car that can travel. Yeah, the they time. forget the actual meaning of Back to the Future is wanting to sleep with your wife. I mean, your mom. Sorry, <laughs> your mom. And also, the other, oh, sorry, just to finish up the Iron Giant point. Uh, don't forget Iron Giant. To be fair. The original intent of the Iron Giant was, was to, to be, be a it was to be a gun, and yeah. he just got knocked in the head. Maybe this Iron Giant did get knocked in the head. <laughs> get knocked in the head. What do you think of that? <laughs> okay, we're fine. Right. I mean, you can excuse it all you want, right. but for me, it was still okay. Cool. Okay, so I let's mean, just mention yeah. the second set piece that was really fantastic is the Kubrick shiny set piece. That right. is, I love that set piece. Yeah, because I because you know you growing up watching Kubrick movie, you think oh nobody can kind of recreate. Uh, Kubrick's uh, style, you know what I mean? It's a very specific tone, specific symmetry to the way he, he shoots his movie, he presents his symmetry. Movie. Yeah, 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 symmetry, and there's a very eerie eeriness, and it's very silent and quiet. It's creepy. But Spielberg goes like, you know what? I, I could do this. I could do yeah. this. Yeah, for the first minute or two minutes of the shining sequence, the tone and the pace yeah. and the way it's shot, it's when, just when, like Kubrick. When H like got separate from the group, yes, that was very much like, oh, this is the shining. <laughs> yeah, this is literally shining. And also, I'm like, is this? Computer animation? Did they rebuild the set? I don't know either. I was like, I don't, I don't know. know either. It's yeah. fantastic. It is fantastic. And then it goes Gonzo. It becomes zombies. Zombie giant uh, uh, what kind of, uh, axes flying everywhere and stuff. It, that's you know, that shit happens. But yeah. anyway, it's a fantastic sequence too. I really like that sequence a lot. I, I know, I know the zombie thing is out of place in The Shining, mm-hmm. but apparently in the book, the whole thing was supposed to be a horror movie. They don't say what it is. Oh, okay. It's a horror movie that involves zombies or whatever. Right. So that's kind of how it. Ties in. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, is that um, the guy, the guy has a lo- loves that woman. Mm-hmm. Why would he put her in? Uh, well, at least her like image or whatever yeah. in a situation where she's stuck I there. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things where all three of the clues, all the I, doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You know what I mean? I, I tried paying attention to see what the logic is, or it just doesn't make a, a lot of sense. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. And just ironically enough, I rewatched uh, Spielberg's other. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Motion capture uh, animated movie. Uh, um, was it? Uh, Tintin. The other oh, day. Tintin. Yes, yeah. Yes. And that's a fantastic movie. It's the same kind of thing where it's obviously it's, virtual, it's uh, animation, but it's also adventure. It's also clues and stuff. And the, and the clues and all that stuff and the plot in Tintin works a lot better in Tintin than this movie. The writing here in uh, Ready Player One 
is really lackluster. It's really bad. It is, but at least the whole the whole <coughs> premise with the whole like finding the keys thing, holidays quest, that kind of yeah. thing. I was having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I kind of wish I could play along with it more. And the the clues are so obscure, like right. this, this like really random scene. Like, oh, it'd be how about how about if you go backwards? I'm like, that's it. Yeah. I'm like, how did you come up with yeah. that? I just random minutia <laughs> about his life and stuff. I'm like, like who, who? Even I'm a big Letterman fan. I'm a big you know Scorsese fan. I'm I, I'm not that invested in the minutia of his life. You know what I mean? Even if I had access to their brain and stuff, I don't want to. I'm, like what's going on here? It's like yeah. I don't know. Is but, it, the but, writing doesn't work for me. But what, once again, that's a criticism to the plot. I think right. th- thematic wise, it kind of works because every every plot point has to do with with the te- the overall theme of the movie, mm-hmm. which is you shouldn't like be stuck just uh, worshiping pop culture, right? You know, like so. So the first puzzle is like everybody's trying to win the race, but maybe you should consider just like just going back and just relaxing yeah. or taking taking it. Uh, not so much on the face values of looking behind the curtains and stuff like that. You know? Correct. Looking Correct. Behind, yeah. And then, and then the second one is taking the leap of faith, which sure. is usually a thing, you know. Because sure. uh, I guess that's more like a criticism to nerds. I guess. I, I, guess, I guess. I guess. Okay. And then the final one is the whole like once again, like everybody thinks like just beating the game is gonna get you to win, but maybe right. you should like explore and do things that 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 will might scare you right. kind of thing. So okay. You're giving a very nice little BJ to the writing. Like, I'm sure that's his intention, yeah. though. I'm but, sure that's his intention. But let me just uh, step on it a little bit. Here's examples of how bad the writing is. And okay. the writing is just terrible. The way they, they speak in pop culture and stuff like that to each other, you do that once, that's fine. But you do that three or four times, I won't punch each character right in the face. Like, <laughs> it's just That's just enough, number one. Number two, uh, what started out as a little throwaway joke where the bad guy has his password out and stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah. You go yeah. like, oh, that's a nice joke and stuff like that. You know, it shows that he's not part of really the community. He's an outsider. He's corporate and all that stuff. But then you realize the entire third act is ba- is hinged on them getting that password. Like, what? What the hell is that? Really? Right. Really? The whole entire... You have access to this billion-dollar corporate just because of a password that's out there? It's like, but come to, on, To man. be fair, I completely believe there are CEOs out there who are that careless with their with their security? Oh my god! I I, I can solely see that. It, my question about that though, okay, so most people are on some kind of treadmill or right. whatever. He's on a chair. Yeah. How does he walk around? He uh, squishes his butt. Real. <laughs> he moves his butt left and right, left and right. Yeah, that's another. We'll get to that part where the world building doesn't make a lot of sense. All right, just more, more bad writing. Another another example of bad writing is this is this is this is uh, the worst five minutes of of the movie. I think first thing that happens, Wade's. Aunt and a step aunt gets step step uncle gets killed right 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 he's sad and he gets chloroformed right after that he gets kidnapped he wakes up in like this underground rebellion matrix kind of a thing and then he sees a girl that he loves and despite everything that I just mentioned he starts flirting with her he says oh I love you despite of your 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 birthmark like what the hell is going on what are you what are you talking about your aunt just died your aunt just died you no, got no, no, no. not not her nice yeah. aunt. His mother's sister. Right, and also, you just got chloroformed. <laughs> just got kidnapped. Don't you go, hey, why did you knock me out? Don't you know how serious I'm being knocked unconscious is and stuff like that? And I like this girl. You know I like this. Why don't you just send her, have her introduce herself to me? I would have gone with you happily. You know what I mean? You, well, you, you to, have to, to be fair, out. she was yeah. still being shy. Because she didn't want him yeah. to see what she looks like. Because she knows she's ugly yeah. with her birthmark. One of the most attractive ladies I've seen this year, by the way, on film. Very beautiful. I don't care if she has a birthmark all over her body. Whatever it takes. Oh, her birthmark makes her look like David Bowie. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Again, this goes back to the whole thing where this is a blowjob to gamers and stuff like that. Yeah. 
yeah, you're the hero of your story. The girl you think might be an ugly troll or something turns out to the most beautiful girl in the world. She lives right next door. Uh, and all that one anyway. blemish. I know. It's, it's, like anyway. the, it's like seeing the Loper having a mole. Yeah. There's no reason why he had to get kidnapped. He gets knocked unconscious for no apparent reason. And like I said, then he wakes up and like I said, in this underground rebellion, he doesn't go, hey, what the hell's going on over here? What are you guys doing? What's going on? I honestly thought they would have been more, uh, uh, not inventive, but mm-hmm. uh, more daring mm-hmm. and have... Have a Wade actually pair up with H? Yeah, because H was the whole thing about like you don't know if that's actually a girl, right? Yeah. Kind of thing, and oh. she turns out to be like a gay woman. Oh, also, right. I also want to mention too. Oh, I didn't think the acting was very good, which I'm really surprised because Spielberg can really get really great performances out of actors. And Ty like Sheridan. That. Yeah, uh, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> Ty Sheridan. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, even the bad guy Ty Sheridan. Uh, the no, Ty, Ty Sheridan is the Wade. Right, that's what I'm saying. None he, of these guys gave good performance. No. The only good performance that came out of this movie, I believe, is H. I, oh, H. I, yeah, I, yeah I like she H. was good. She was good. I like she H a lot. I actually like. I actually like. Um, what's his name? Uh, as Holiday. Oh, uh, the BFG. <laughs> the BFG. Uh, Mike Rylance. Yeah, Mike Rylance, which is like Spielberg's like um, he's regular a, guy now, right. and he's actually a stand-in for Spielberg. A lot of people say, "Oh, Ty Sheridan is a stand-in for Spielberg," but I think Spielberg kind of co-opted the story to be like, oh, people are fans of a director or, you know what I mean, the tour theory. I think that's what he's trying to say with the, with the, with the, uh, uh, with, with Mike Rylance? With the Mike, uh, Ryan's Holiday, character. Holiday. Holiday character and yeah. stuff like that. So anyway, oh, also another example of bad writing. Again, so at the end, the, I'm going to skip to the end. So at the very end, they have this thing where like, oh, we won, uh, we, we own the, the Oasis now, but you know what? The big message of this movie is like, you know what? Take two days off. Take Tuesdays and Thursdays <laughs> off. Spend time with your family. Can human, real human connection is what really matters, right? But the whole thing, the whole, my whole thing is like, listen, the only reason why you got this corporation, the, the only reason why you're in this position is because you're obsessed over popcorn. It's obsessed with the Oasis. The only reason why you have these friends is because you spent so much time in the internet. So that just undercuts the complete message of the movie and stuff. That's just terrible no, but writing. the whole message of the movie of holiday's quest was that don't get stuck in the video game you got to live your life because real life is real but you know what happens when you get stuck in the video game you win a half a trillion dollar mega corporation stuff like that that's just that's just complete bs and stuff like that yeah it, it, it is like it's what well, it's having it's a, a cake and eating it too, yeah. and eating it too so it is like I, I believe in the book it was actually more extreme sure. where where he actually ends up completely abandoning the oasis mm-hmm. like oh, he, okay. he says like something something about like he doesn't have the urge to go back anymore. It was right. that kind of a thing. So this one was kind of played in both ways, where it's like, well, you can still play games, just just know that you have a real life. Oh, also another uh, bad piece of writing at the end is when the police come as sort of ex machina. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, the police got this. Oh, we're li-. but earlier in the movie, this corporation, the one hundred one, was it corporation called IOI? IOI corporation. They're like this. They're doing that this ice uh, kind of raid. This like you know right. raid into this uh, into the 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 the. the 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 rebellion right and so right. but things like wait a minute they're not cops right yep. are they are they are they cops how come there's no consequence for, for them raiding a, a, a place like this you know what I mean they, they, I think they they had guns right they shot up the yep. place I mean that's the problem with the world building too like I couldn't tell is this world like a post apocalyptic post apocalyptic world is it a good is it is because it, it doesn't seem that bad you know it it's supposed to be a dystopia. Is it dystopia? It, well, that's the way it's trying to imply, but they didn't work on the world building right. to like show you like, hey, I want to see more about the world. I know you yeah. see a lot, like, you see a lot more of the game, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to know what the world that came from, the yeah, why they're always going to the game. Because IOI seems like there's people working, people seem like they're fed and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? I like I don't, the car seems kind of nice. The only bad area is like the, the stacks, the stacks, and it's like literally trailer parks stacked up high. I'm like, 
it's not that much off from like places in the real world right now. You know what I mean? So right. I don't understand the world building and stuff. And there's also scenes, cut scenes where there there are people that uh, that are just running around with a VR you know thing on their head, like you know they're in a way. So I'm like, is that supposed to be? A, are they critiquing that? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Like I I didn't understand the world building. You know what I mean? I I think the world that they're trying to emulate is the world by Judge Dredd. Remember Dread? Right. Dread made it, did a much better job like right. showing the disparity between the rich and the poor right. in this world. I think that's pretty much all we're supposed to get from Ready Player One. It's pretty much that. Yeah. You know, that kind of but, thing. But I'm not crazy though. Did you also get that vibe too? The world building is just not on point. It's not sharp as it is. No, it not be. at all. Yeah, it's, right. It's like it's taking a lot of shortcuts and you they're not explaining there's pretty much a lot of like, just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. That's the kind of a thing. Yeah. There's a, there, are, there are moments where I thought, wow, this this movie is going to go a little bit deeper. It's going to push itself a little bit. There, like the scene where uh, Iowa, the the debt, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're that indentured servitude. Right. Where, that's yeah. really interesting. That's interesting, yeah. That's really, but then there's no, no real follow through. You know not, what I mean? Not the same kind of, not, not this kind of movie though. Exactly. Yeah, that would That's a totally different movie if they, if they, it's just Black Mirror. Right, that's Black Mirror. That's a Black Mirror episode. But that's a really at least that's interesting. That's, that's interesting, to me new, yeah. and, and and the movie's going in an interesting place. And also, it, very early on in the in the movie where they had a montage explaining the Oasis, where when people lose in the Oasis, they lose all their coins and all that stuff. And right. then people are like on the treadmill, they're walking. Going back to your point, some have people have treadmill, some people don't have treadmill. Right. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, when they lose all their coins, they lose it. They get super pissed, and they you know they jump. One Japanese guy wants to go jump out the window yeah. and stuff like that. Suicide, yeah, yeah. That to me is interesting too. Like that deserved its own kind of uh, Black Mirror episode. There's the own kind of follow. Supposedly, there's actually a lot more of that in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game, the, in book. the book, right? The book they t- they talk about like like it's got to the point where kids actually go to school in the Oasis. Oh, okay. Right, people go to work in the Oasis. That kind mm-hmm. of thing. People are in the are in the game so much that they they completely get some kind of like a mental disability where they can't tell the real life or oh. fake life or VR life. That and, sounds interesting to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And some people are like get stuck in a coma being in the game kind of mm. thing. Those are all interesting. I've seen that not, Blacker episode. I've seen that. That's the thing though. Not this movie. <laughs> yeah. Those dark something matter. Not this movie. This is like pure popcorn. And I get the feeling you he could stu- he, I, I think if a good writer and Spielberg really want to challenge himself, I think there's a popcorn version of that. You know, it doesn't have to be super dark, but I think there's a there's a movie there that that that, that can make that interesting. That can make that work. But again, it's just lip service in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I, I just wish the, the movie would have the best lip service in this movie. Serenity. Well, Serenity showed up. Yeah, no, Serenity. I'm like, Gundam hey, and Serenity. Serenity. <laughs> That's a really really co- cool scene. I really like that scene. Even though the 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 two Asian kids. Should have got more of a setup. You yeah. don't really know why the Japanese guy was like kind of meditating at the end. Yeah, what's that about? <laughs> I know. Is it? Is it? I'm like, is this racist? It's yeah. like we need you now. Like, why didn't he just help them in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> like, and also, um, it, it goes back to the thing. Like, yo, is this racist? Like, is the is the Asian guy supposed to be kind of uh, tranquil and meditative? Yeah, the Buddhist kind in of way. Yeah. yeah. Even though, like I said, there's no real setup for it's it. It's a stereotype. Is what it is. Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah. Is this racist? Is I did. Racist? I did like the fact that the other the other Asian kid was an 11 year old kid. Yeah. Because a lot in online, sometimes you don't know. If you're playing right. with an 11 year old well, kid well again that goes back to like bad dialogue too everything about those two characters specifically it's like you don't see their characterization in the movie in action it's just uh, th- people tell say you. telling yeah. you what it is yeah. and it's like that's just the worst dialogue and you, just, and, you know Wade goes oh you're 11 year old you're the most badass person on the internet well you know what show it show it right. in Oasis it's like come on man it, it, even though there's, there's an ensemble cast the movie unfortunately focuses too much on Wade you know, uh, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. They, they really need to show the ensemble cast, yeah. and Wade happens to be the main guy. That's yeah, all. is it me, or did you also, at the end, when they say, oh, our clan is the high five, and we're going to split it uh, five ways? I'm like, 
Did they mention high five before this? They did actually. They did. Okay. okay. I, think, I think there was there was a joke in the beginning where he wanted to high five people. It oh, was okay, a, okay. It was a kind of a thing. Ninja, no, ninjas don't high five. That's what yeah. one of the kids say. It was one of those things. But yeah. but yeah, I kind of wish they focus on the side characters more. Yeah. Even even uh, Artemis kind of got side sidetracked. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like at the very end, she pretty much just let him go oh, ahead and do it. All right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, come on. I think she's even more skilled than he is. But. But give it to him because he knows holiday more. <laughs> That's the thing I want to mention too. As, let's just take this now. This look at this movie from the feminist uh, point of view. Right. If I had to give it a grade, I give it a B, in a sense. Are you talking about feminist point of view? Oh, yeah, you... point of view. I would give this this, this great uh, this movie a, a B for its uh, feminist point of view and stuff. Like that. Now, lower than that, dude. Wow, you are you're, you're really mean. They get points for the fact that she has a real clear motivation. She wants kind of revenge and all that stuff. She set up this, uh, this network of people to take down the, the thing. But where they lose a lot of points is what you mentioned. Yeah, uh, after a while, she even she just literally says, you know what, you're more talented than I am. You want you figure out this holiday thing. This is right after she figured out the shining part. You know what I mean? Right. That's why I did not appreciate. And she figured out a way to infiltrate uh, Ben Mendelsohn's chair right. and all that stuff. She escaped. You know, she didn't escape to run away. She actually right. did something while she was in there. Right, exactly. Especially for that shining scene, shining sequence. I understand Wade got them to the shiny and all that stuff. He, he got them there. But when they were inside the whole sequence, I believe she's the one that figured out who the key was, right? And all right. that stuff. And then literally like two scenes after that, she tells Wade in this, again, horrible dialogue. Oh, Wade, you're the chosen one. You you know Holiday better than anybody. You you gotta go finish this. I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about? This is your story. <laughs> and she, again, since Wade doesn't care about his aunt and stuff, you have a... a his a, mother's sister. His mother's sister. <laughs> what? Who says like, you killed my mother's sister? Just call her Aunt May. That's what <laughs> like, you're going what? with. You already mentioned Peter Parker. Just say Aunt May. Anyway, you have a, a, a more a, a legitimate uh, gripe or uh, motivation than Wade and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I said, Wade doesn't care about his mother's sister and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like, I was literally... I, that... That one really did upset me. Yeah, as far as like her, she had a, she had a nice story arc. She had a nice little yeah, thing, she but, did. but she got hampered with really bad dialogue from, yeah, from the writer. I think the final act was what really killed it. But mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing, they're kind of like, well, she's a mysterious girl. Yeah. You know, she has she's running this rebellion kind of mm-hmm. thing. She's doing all this like proactive stuff that, mm-hmm. that a strong female character mm-hmm. should be. And then at the end, they do that. I'm like, yeah. ah, really. Really, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm yelling at this at the movie. Say, you know what? We just saw Black Panther. You can't do this anymore, man. You can't do this shit anymore, man. We're not doing this anymore. It's like, come on, man. If you're gonna, you know what? I don't but know, it, but also at the same time, it is wish fulfillment for like regular gamers. Yeah, because because yeah. the Wade character is like the most simple character in the whole movie. Yeah, you know, it, he he literally is just an archetype, uh, a cipher, a cipher for the audience. That's right. all he is, and just like a video game. He, he is a placeholder, but not for the audience. I would say the male audience. I would say that. Oh, fine. The male yeah, audience. The male specifically. Because yeah. yeah. an Artemis is kind of like the ideal female audience mm-hmm. from a male's perspective. Yeah. You know, exactly, so yeah. it's that kind of a thing. And again, since you mentioned her name, Artemis, another another painful s- sequence of dialogue is when they explain the avatars and all that stuff. Yeah. It's not interesting when you explain things like that. You know what I mean? And also, it's not interesting... When it's it, it betrays the concept when you say every, in the, in this world everybody knows pop culture the minutia and all that stuff and you play uh, the most basic disco song from Saturday Night Live you know what I mean it's a, staying alive because that's really popular I like, it's like come on but well then, I mean remember this is like twenty forty something so it staying alive survived for what seventy years oh that's a pretty impressive I want to kill it now I wish that <laughs> that song would never come back because every time people reference disco they always play that one song it's just the most generic the most 
the song that everybody knows. It's it's a it's a terrible song. Anyway, it is it is. But I mean, did we like this? I'm sorry. Did, did I say I, I like this movie? We sorry. enjoyed it for for the, the all the other yeah. stuff besides what we're complaining yeah. about. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> one of the the strength of this movie, you it's not it's hard to convey on a podcast. You know what I mean? It, the strength of this movie is actually sitting in the movie theater and watching those sequences that that you know Spielberg lays out and stuff like that right. in those three action sequences. You know what I mean? It you have to kind of experience. Uh, the, the movie to enjoy the strength uh, of the movie. I'll put this another way too. It's a two hour and twenty minute movie. It did not feel like one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it that's that's Spielberg's strength right there. Very very much like it's yeah. just always entertaining you, and you're like, oh what? Two 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 hours twenty minutes came by, and it didn't feel like he it. he is a really he is a masterful a filmmaker and stuff like that. You know, he he moves things along. Even I think one of his weaknesses is sometimes he he picks writers that doesn't really challenge like, you know what I mean, that doesn't fulfill his potential and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Wait, what I do you think know. about TJ Miller's character? I thought it was good. I, liked, I, I, I thought could, he was fine. It's, it's, it's comedy relief. He's fine. He yeah. was. And I kind of like the fact that he wasn't a bad, bad guy. He was yeah. just like, I'm going to play the henchman, the, the bad guy. Yeah. Like, he's not really a bad guy kind right. of thing. And I, I like I like the line where 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 he was gonna uh, Ben Mendelsohn was gonna toss the bomb. He's like, "No, I have ten years worth of yeah. this like yeah. that I have to save." And yeah. as a gamer, you understand that you're like building your character yeah. all this time, and and suddenly you're just gonna lose it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> I have, I'm not a gamer myself. A, a couple of my friends and they've mentioned, yeah, like, oh, when I lost such and such, you know, it was a real, it, it was heartbreaking and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's so all so it, it does kind of like really cater to a lot of gamers, like all this little. Um, uh, small details that gamers would get, kind mm-hmm. of thing. But but at the same time, Spielberg was smart enough to make it like not just for gamers. Anybody could watch this movie and mm-hmm. have fun with it. And and that's essentially what it is. It's yeah. a fun movie. Yeah, for what it is, I guess it's fine. I just wish it. Good. The thing is, you expect more from Spielberg and stuff. Like you mean that. you mean the guy who said like this is a movie, not a film. Yeah. He actually even excused it. Yeah. Come on now, come on. Yeah, because this guy, and I'm not looking for like super, super death and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not. I just want a little bit more death. You know what I mean? This the, this level of death and thought is like a uh, fortune cookie level. It's like bu- uh, bu- uh, bumper sticker level of thought and you know philosophy and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, at the, like I said at the beginning, like at the, when the movie ends, it's like, oh, you should go home, turn off your turn off the computers, turn off yourself. You know, just spend time with your friend, for, with your friends and stuff like that. But there are, like I said, there are interesting story or plot elements in there that I wish he would have mined. Like I mentioned earlier, I think Holiday is like a substitute for Spielberg and stuff like that. Right. Because he's like 70, something like that. He's like, he, he knows he's kind of com- coming towards the end of his filmmaking career and stuff like that. You know, you know what I mean? So and I think he, he, And he wanted to pass it down to Ty Sheridan. Yeah. I, oh, oh, good Lord. <laughs> How about a little... Oh, anyway. But he does want... He do, He did... He maybe thought this, 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 this movie would be like a vehicle for him to express the whole connection between him and the audience and stuff like that, you know what I mean, through gaming and that metaphor between games and movies and stuff like that. But like I said, it's just, it's, the movie itself is kind of lacking. Yeah. I, I like oh, wait, it. I, I, wait, sorry. It's a good movie. Sorry. It, it's a fun movie. I enjoyed it a lot. It, I, I'm, <laughs> would you watch it again? Yeah, I actually went ahead and pre-ordered it. Oh, did you really? I, really, I literally did. I, I actually went ahead and pre-ordered the, the, the digital release for it uh, in UHD. Would you re would you rewatch it all the way through, or would you pick certain sequences to watch? Um, yeah, I think I would. I think I, I think I would watch it all the way through. There was a lot of like great set set pieces in the movie. Uh, the best one for me was the race scene. Shining yeah. was number two. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would just watch the racing scene, Shining, and then the 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 the, the end piece. All the stuff in the middle. 
not so much. And to be honest, I kind of like the whole uh, chemistry between Artemis and Wade. Uh, the, the whole story yes. thing. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, as a guy, that's kind of it caters to me because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, a romantic story where a guy gets a girl, kind of mm-hmm. thing. So like, I get that, mm-hmm. you know. So all that stuff really works. It, it just kind, I just kind of wish, like you're saying, like like we were saying, they kind of made m- made things make more sense a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like like when when Artemis got kidnapped. She makes she calls somebody and suddenly H is already there. Yeah. Like coincidentally enough, they're all in the same area. Yeah. I kind of wanted it to be a case where they're really, really across state lines or something. Yeah. Make it a little bit more interesting, but they didn't go that far. And then Dove mentioned, hey, since you are 11 years old, where are your parents? What's going on here? Is it <laughs> they're a, in the oasis. Yeah. Is it a school night? What's going on? Are we kidnapping? And stuff like that. It's like, what's going on here? Oh, now they do about the VR thing. So when they trick Ben, ben Mendelsohn into thinking like he's in the mm-hmm. real world, but he's actually not. Mm-hmm. I've done VR. You do not forget there's a goggle in your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also, yeah, that's something that also that's also convenient too. Uh, conveniently, they can sometimes feel the outside world. Sometimes they can't feel it. You know, sometimes you can, you know, it's like, I don't know. How does jumping work? How does jumping work and stuff like that? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And sometimes when you're in, it seems like if you take off your goggles, you're just out of the game. So why don't you just go before you get shot, take off your goggles? Is there, I mean, is there a thing where, if you're engaged no, in but, combat, but your you can't avatar, take your but remember the the actual head example. He took off his goggles, mm-hmm. uh, but his avatar was still there. Oh, okay. So in theory, they could have like shot him, and he wouldn't have known. Oh, gotcha. You know, kind of thing. Okay. Plus, they have the thing around the neck that's supposed to give their impression of their face, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so there, there's all these little things, little details that mm-hmm. that they could have gone in deeper yeah. more, but they didn't have the time. I mean, it's two hours twenty minutes as it is. So yeah, but the thing is, uh, but that's but that's making a movie though. It's just managing your time and just t- you know. T- Showing you what stories work, what characterization work, you know, it, it, it's just, it, it, it's a poor management of time. You it know arguably I mean? could have been better as a longer movie. Yeah, you know, arguably. Yeah, they, they could add all the exposition to explain all the little things that we could. But there about. are things I would have cut cut out for sure. Like the whole the whole uh, uh, relationship between Ben Mills and the villain and the female assassin. All that stuff was just like dead weight. Right, no, that was pretty. Yeah, yeah. like like she was kind of useless. Yeah, because and the thing is, recently we've seen a lot of female assassin types. You know, right. with Guardian of the Galaxy, uh, twenty forty nine. Uh, oh yeah, Kingsman, Blade Runner recently, right? Blade and those Runner, are yeah. much much better. Uh, female assassin archetypes and stuff like that. And her, I, I don't. It's. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to blame her, but it just, it's just. They, they should have just stuck with T.J. Miller's character and have him do all that stuff. At least yeah. it'd be one character that you're following, trying to kill the kids. Yeah, her flying some drones around. Uh, not very interesting. Her jumping into a van and doing karate inside a um, little van doesn't interest me and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I, it just didn't work and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it's it. You know, it kind of panders to the audience. Like this is the popcorn stuff that you kind of like so here we go oh yeah again another example of bad writing and bad characterization and all that stuff so Mendelssohn right is the bad guy obviously you follow him all the way through and stuff like that so at the end he w- opens that door to the van right mm. and then she literally sees an easter egg and then he comes to a, a, a come to Jesus moment where he goes you know what uh, I, I'm wrong I'm putting my gun away I'm not gonna shoot this kid in front of hundreds of people and stuff like that and the thing is if it was a good script a good I'll, I'll blame Spielberg too if it's good directing good acting you would ex- you would know exactly why he doesn't shoot why is why is he why he's in awe why is a cha- change of heart and to be honest, I have no idea why. Oh, you don't know why? Well, yeah. um, it, uh, they kind of okay. It doesn't work for me. Is what I, I'm I, I don't disagree with you that they should have built Ben Mendelsohn's character to be an actual gamer, because throughout the whole movie, they get, oh, he's not a real gamer. He's not. Yeah, a real he's gamer. a poser, basically. Which, which in itself is kind of like a gamergate thing. Like, who's to say who's a real gamer or not? Right. The point is that they didn't really do anything 
to to suggest that he actually is a gamer. Right, right. He's just a guy who goes to an avatar, and goes to the world, but you don't see him. He's a numbers guy. He's a bottom line guy. He's, right. He wants. They never gave a, the hint that he's a right. gamer. The people in his in his lab that that, that, that feeds him stuff, they're mm-hmm. they're gamers. Yeah. Right. So whenever when 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 he got to the point where he's like, he's about to get to the last key, they were literally excited. I believe that. Yeah. Because if they're gamers, they would like they will cheer him on, even right. though he's technically the bad guy. The 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 enemy of, mm-hmm. of the group, mm-hmm. uh, but when Ben Mendelsohn opened the door and he's like, oh, he actually got the thing, mm-hmm. he was in awe that he got the Easter egg, right? As a gamer, I can believe that, and that's that's their intention. That he's like, he's still a gamer at heart. He's able to appreciate that. Yeah, but, but the, the movie doesn't build to that. That's point. what I'm saying. The movie doesn't earn that moment. You know right. what I mean? Nothing about his journey. There's nothing. The scenes prior to that with Ben Mendelsohn's character suggest that he would have that reaction. Everything up to that point, as far as I could tell, he would just shot the kid that took the, right. you know, took the Easter egg. But I, I got the intention though, so I, I'm kind of giving a pass to the movie because I kind of got why that scene exists. Mm-hmm. And I'm oh, like, I understand why it exists, but yeah. I, it's completely unearned. Yeah, it was, it's completely unearned. But, but, but it was like it was a nice sentiment. I kind of got, I, I like that the nice sentiment. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of nice sentiment, Simon Pegg's character, right, mm-hmm. telling him, oh yeah, he he's he was your friend this whole time, kind of thing, right. Yeah. Uh, well, he did marry the girl that you loved. Yeah. Oh, to <laughs> so, be fair, but I think I think what they I think what they're hinting at is the holiday character did only go on that one day, and then in, in his mind he had a full like oh what could have happened relationship in his mind with the girl. You said that her stereotype for yeah for nothing to do kids. with actual reality. I think that's right. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, Simon Pickford actually loved the female character, right. the wife, and all. And that I stuff. I also once again like the sentiment mm-hmm. of the whole idea that that. The, mm-hmm. the, he, uh, Simon Pegg and and Mark Ryland's character they were friends mm-hmm. and and this broke them up which which sad to them sure so and I, I kind of like that the, the thematic structure oh of it I well. do like again this speaks to the animation of it I do like that whole idea of them even though I think it's been done before but I, I like I do like just visually how it looks you know what I mean it's like a giant museum and oh, then yeah, they, yeah. they look into it and it's like a s- very specific angle that I kind of like for some reason it it it's it spoke to me. I like the white the way they rewind and fast forward memory and the whole thing. I, I like that a lot. The animation is really really yeah. really tight. Well, like, like we're saying, visually this movie is great. Yeah, you know, and I'll, a lot of it has to do with that. Yeah, just poor writing, poor plotting, poor characterization, and stuff like that. Like I said, I couldn't give a rat's ass about any of the characters other than H. I think she I think she is really good. I, it's just like I said, you're not invested in any of the characters. I think that's a real. Uh, that's a real negative for the movie and stuff. And yeah, and I, yeah. the ironic thing is, you could have yeah. just just a little bit more between those characters, and you can kind of like, okay, I can I can buy this. You like kind of like how Star Wars was, you know? Mm-hmm. These are characters you've never seen before. Yeah. If you seen Star Wars for the first time, characters you've never seen before, mm-hmm. but the movie grows on you to the point where like, I like this character. I want to yeah. be them. And like I said, going watching, back, watching this movie, you don't get that. Yeah, and going back to like I said, the last Spielberg animated movie, Tintin. I guess like I, I rewatched it recently. You know, you follow the character and the journey. The the tin, you think it's Tintin's movie, but it's actually the the the, the sea captain's character. Yeah. And he has a whole full arc and stuff in that movie. And, but even though it's not Tintin's movie, you know exactly what his motivation is, where he's coming from, why he's doing the things he, he's doing. Like I said, for Wade, not only do you not know necessarily these things, well, you, you know, really care. you know his motivation, but the movie doesn't make you care enough. Yeah, his motivation is to he's to you know he wants to pre- prevent uh, pop up ads. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he wants to uh, he wants the money. He wants the girl. Uh, 
Right. Mm-hmm. But like, like you're saying, we enjoyed the movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We, had, we had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah, I just want to, I just yeah. want to reiterate that the strength of the movie cannot sort of be conveyed in a, in a podcast, in a review. Yeah, yeah, it's visual. You have to kind of look at it. And stuff. Put it this mm-hmm. way. We, me and Jamming watch movies where we nitpick it to death. Mm-hmm. And we can't, and we will not say that we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. This one, somehow we're doing nitpicking, but we still enjoyed it. So oh, yeah. that's saying something about the movie. Okay? When you see Omega Godzilla come out and stuff, that's, that's really enjoyable. When the, when Gundam. 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 I'm not even a big fan of Gundam, but for some reason, I got a little cheery-eyed. I love Gundam. I love, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan, but I love just the visual of Gundam in the Serenity, jumping off to fight Mega, Mega right. Godzilla and stuff like that, and with the Iron Giant in the mix, and the whole Chucky sequence. They have a Chucky! Yeah, they have, they a, have Chucky. a Chucky! Yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, oh. Oh. So it, it really was like like I said in my review in my, in my written review, um, the movie really like toes the line between like completely pandering mm-hmm. embarrassingly about pop sure. culture to the point where there are some pop cultures that are like oh this is great yeah you know and I would say this though if if anybody but Spielberg directed this movie I think it would have been awful I think he, I, agree. I agree he took he took this the source material even though I think he could have done more with it he does elevate the source material even though I never read it I guess but you know, it's not fair but anyway, you know what I'm saying. I do, I do feel like he uh, he he did what he could. You yeah, know what I mean, this is definitely a movie where you buy it and you pause a lot and you go and look at the background and see what yeah. what references they are. Mm-hmm. The movie itself will be an Easter egg when you watch it at home because you're just pausing and looking at the background. Yeah, have you seen the YouTube Easter egg videos recapping the the the, the, the Ready Player One? It's just like eighty eight Easter eggs, or, and they just start <laughs> listing it too and stuff like that. And, you know, what I mean? it's it's just it's just 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 going down the line of all the Easter eggs. And one little Easter egg that, that I haven't seen that people haven't point, or reference that people uh, that people haven't pointed out is at the end uh, when he goes and kisses the girl. He's still in the, the, the harness and the thing, right? And he leans over to kiss her, and he kind of falls over. That's Mission Impossible, right? He he, he uh, what, that's Mission Impossible. With Tom Cruise, right? Right? You're, you're looking at you. You're, you're staring blank. Uh, where they were in the sofa? When they're were they in the were they in the van? Oh, in the van, yes. And yes, Simon yes, Pegg yes, says, yes. "Oh, you here? Here's your big giant check for the for the for the corporation." He right. says, "Oh, give me a second. He wants. Yeah, he goes back and kisses the girl, but he's still in the harness and the right, wire. Right, right, right. He leans over and, and kisses her, but he falls down like Mission Impossible style. No, yeah, yeah. I got that part. I, I thought you were referring to the very end, the very last scene where oh, he's in the real, scene, in the real, the in the real world kind of thing. Well, what's this? There's a scene that took place right before that that I thought they were ended there. I think wasn't it just a montage sequence? Yeah, I think I think this just ended there because the whole the whole the whole very last scene with them just on the sofa kissing. Not a very interesting way to end a movie itself. Well, it, it, they're in the real world, so that's I think that was the whole point. Yeah. Well, the real world's very is. Not very Why Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever they arbitrary day that they chose? I don't know. <laughs> Why is Wednesday like just the step smack in the middle? You get one day. Well, I can see why it's not Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, right? That's the weekend. So I'm surprised that. they didn't do Monday and Thursday because Monday is like predominantly a work day kind of day. So like, okay, back to real life Monday. And isn't the thing where Thursday night is actually a big night for TV? Remember, must see Thursdays and stuff like yeah, that. Or, or movies. A, yeah, it's like a real big downtime for families on Thursdays, right? So, wow, what a dick move. And like I said, <laughs> like I said in my review, the entire, the reason why those kids won or got the, got where they are is because they obsessed over the internet. They spent all the time internet. So, so, why take it away? Oh, it's very frustrating. Well, they didn't take it away just for two days. Oh my God. <laughs> Ridiculous. And what happened to, to the employees of, a, of the Oasis for those two days, man? What happens? They just, wait, we're not getting paid Tuesdays and Thursdays? What's going on here? You know what I mean? Mm, those, those are their mandatory day offs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Imagine you're a casino in Vegas and they say, you know what? Tuesdays and Thursdays. Take the day off. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they really wanted to, they could have done a TV series of this universe and yeah. really go into the minute details yeah. on how this world works. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Maybe maybe when, once they get a sequel, if they get a sequel, 
they can actually go into more detail. It's making good money, so I'm thinking the I'm if I had to put money now, I would say they make a sequel. But Spielberg, I don't think he'll come back for it. I don't think I don't he think Spielberg will come back for it. But I know Ernest Klein for sure is probably like, no, no, I want to do a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I, pe- hey, wh- Was money involved? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> macro. I'm not doing this for free, man. Holy macro. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel. I, I don't know. About, I don't know about returning to these characters, but I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, do I need the character? I would. I would. I, w- I would. Hopefully, give those 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 Japanese kids uh, a, a more to do. Yeah, more to do. Maybe, maybe remove. I like H. Like I said, I like H. Maybe a lot. remove Wade and Artemis off the sequel and just yeah. focus on H and the two de- uh, Asian kids. Yeah, the two weakest. Honestly, the two weakest characters of the five is develop them more. <laughs> yeah, is is Wade and Artemis. Those are the two. Like they, they could be. You know, they could they could. Those uh, to be fair, I I still like Artemis. Okay, <laughs> but. Um, up up to a point, yeah. As we explain, yeah. I think H and just the potential of the two Japanese kids. I think, uh, I think, it, I, I I like to see their story continue and stuff. Yeah, agree. I would. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to see more. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of the reason why I enjoyed the movie enough because I'm like, oh, this is exactly the kind of video game, sure. uh, VR world that I would love to be in. It, sure, but, why not? So it is like, like I said, the movie is kind of like wish fulfillment. But maybe maybe ten years down the line, yeah. I'll regret liking the movie. Kind of like like, like we said about Hook. Yeah. By comparison with like with Hook, this is kind of like the hook for this generation, where you think fondly of it, and then you rewatch it, you go, "I like that." Actually, <laughs> if I remember correctly, even though I was a little kid and stuff, I, I did. I wasn't. I wasn't the biggest fan oh, of Hook. I, loved I, Hook I didn't like it a lot. I love Hook when I was a kid. You don't like it so much. You don't like it so much. No, I liked it when I was a kid. No, right now. Have right now, I haven't rewatched it. Oh, you should go I don't. I don't want to rewatch it. Have you gone back? And since this might be a tangent, but have you rewatched some of the earlier Spielberg stuff? What holds up? What doesn't hold up? No, I haven't done that. Oh, I, I've occasionally ET still holds up. I remember I watched it within the last few years. I all the Indiana Jones, except obviously for the Crystal Skull, doesn't hold up. Uh, hold uh, up really Crystal well. Crystal Skull, I, I still like some parts of Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah. When it I ended, did. I know it was, it was really good. When no, it no, ended, the so. beginning parts I actually liked. You know what surprised me that Jaws I've seen a couple of times recently that really holds up. I saw it with an audience that actually holds up really well and stuff like that. You know what doesn't hold up? Actually, half of it doesn't hold up is Third Encounter. Third Encounter of the Close account of the third guy. Uh, I think it's part because of our perspective nowadays. Uh, 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 yeah, my whole thing is like, why would the guy leave his family? That's, well, a big that's move. what I mean. Even Spielberg said like, like now today, yeah. if he was to do the movie, that wouldn't be his decision. Yeah, but the other half that's really good is just actually the the French and the scientist part where they're chasing the aliens across the globe. Right, globe. Right. That part, that that part is fantastic. That that's is the, that's the part I actually really remember about the movie. Yeah, and it's been a while since this other movie. Yeah. But anyways, it, another anyway. point on Ready Player One. Uh, we have lots of problems with it. But we enjoyed it anyway, if, so if, there we go. If I had to give it a score, I'd give it a B. I also would give it a B. I know, I know somebody asked me, like, the day after I saw it, mm-hmm. so how was the movie? I'm like, I liked it. It's like, what grade would you give it? I go, a B? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like just a B? It's a solid B. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's a good It's a good B. I would not give it a B plus. I yeah. would say this is, like, a lower second-tier uh, Spielberg movies. That's That would be my final grade. Right. I know, I know some people online are calling this the worst Spielberg movie, but I, that I disagree. I've, I've seen always. I've seen 1942. I've seen Crystal Skull. Is it 1941? Is it 41? One of those two numbers. <laughs> One of those. Anyway, those are really bad Spielberg movies. Crystal Skull, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of and stuff like that. So yeah, I would. This is not. This is not. This is by no stretch of the. Oh, I saw War Horse too. War, War Horse. Well, I sat through thirty minutes. Of it. Oh, War Horse! I War Horse. I would definitely watch Ready Player One over War Horse. Have you? Did you actually sit through War Horse? I did. I watched it when the movies to watch it. Oh my god, you're a better man than I am. Because I actually, I actually saw that on DVD, so I had the option of, of popping it out after ten minutes. Like I'm out of here. Just like Wonder Woman, the best scene of the movie was the No Man's Land. 
scene. Oh, I didn't even get to that part. That huh. was the best scene in the movie. Where they're trying to get the horse to come to come out, come out, come to them. That, I thought that was the best scene in the movie. Ten minutes into the movie, I'm like, what is going on here? This is just a farm and a horse. I'm like, <laughs> forget this. Well, you know, it's based on a stage play, right? I know. I'm like, yeah. this just stayed in the stage. Supposedly, it's fantastic on the stage when they do the horse and stuff. Of like course, that. I'm but assuming. Yeah. I'm like, no, this does not work as a movie. I reject. Uh, I, I reject this movie. So I would say this is not a bad Spielberg movie by any stretch of the imagination. I, I would think this is just like lower middle tier Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. Off tangent already. So sure. At this point, thanks for listening, John May. Where can people find you online? Find me on Twitter on J I A M I N G L L U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five X Five on my Asada Movie Blog, my uh, weekly comic strip, and the other podcast and stuff in Junk Show. Uh, you can send your comments to whowhatworsewhy at gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. For the show you support, just head over to whowhatworsewhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworsewhy.com. I just realized, wearing a Transformers, Transformers shirt right now, I'm surprised I didn't see it in Transformers. In Ready Player One. No Transformers. They couldn't get the license for Star Wars, so no Star Wars. Although nope. they mentioned the Millennium Falcon. No, yeah. I was actually going to mention that because you mentioned that to me earlier. They couldn't get Disney stuff. But I think what they did was they did like a compromise where they can kind of say things that's and Star Wars-y. And also, I've, again, I've seen some YouTube videos, breakdowns. There are Star Wars stuff, but like it's like deep in the background. You know what I mean? You, oh, okay. It's one of those things where they can't put it in the foreground. Same thing, I think, with Marvel stuff, too. I think they had Marvel rights a little bit, but it has to be like way deep, deep in the well, background. Well, they mentioned you know? Peter Parker. Right. So the, I think the compromise is because Warren Brothers didn't want... Oh, they mentioned Clark Kent. Right. And the, the bad guy looks like Clark Kent's avatar. Right. It's a more muscular Clark Yeah, you know, but Kent, that's, yeah. No, that's no problem because Warner Brothers... Warner Brothers, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I think the compromise is between Co- Warner Brothers, Spielberg, and everybody else is like, oh, the, uh, you can mention some of the stuff, but it can't be in the foreground. It has to be like way in the background. So what do you call it? So it, they're, not like, they're not advertising for these other companies. And, and I believe Zach Penn said he wanted to put the close encounter, the third kind mm-hmm. uh, spaceship and Spielberg said no right you know so he said that, that I did like the whole thing you could like, climb the Himalayas with Batman yeah I did kind of like that that's kind of like a wish fulfillment kind of thing for video gamers as well but you mentioned no Transformers but also because of, this is late 80s stuff no G.I. Joe right yeah no G.I. Joe no. but they had Baltos they had Turtles you know yeah they had Turtles yeah they had uh, Thundercat the belt thing right I Wade, didn't even Wade, notice that yeah Wade the belt that he was wearing had a Thundercat thing oh on it. I didn't yeah, even yeah. notice that yeah, so there's a couple. Of, uh, did they do? Oh wait, like Care Bears or something like that. Uh, I remember seeing Hello Kitty. Yeah, Hello Kitty. I, I, saw, I think yeah. Hello. I think a Care Bear was there. I think okay. there was a Care Bear. Okay. Like did, the very beginning scene, that's very much a pause friendly because right. I was just looking at it. Like there's a lot of references that they're just walking by you. Oh, and they did. They did do Ryu's uh, kick at the end, right? I like the Street Fighter stuff. I, this is this is how they get you with the nostalgia. But they do get a uh, Giles uh, a kick, right? The, the, did they? I didn't notice that. Which one was that? It's when he kicked him in the nuts. He's doing this. The the the. the oh, I guess. I think that's because I but think he wasn't upside down, was he? Yeah, but it's that because only because I before that he gives him the Ken Ryu Dragon Ball, the the, the, the little thing. Oh, Hadouken. that's right. He did he did the Hadouken, yeah. Hadouken, Hadouken. So. Yeah, but but the kick in the groin, though. Unless he was, I, I see. I don't remember that, but. If he wasn't flipping upside down, mm-hmm. then that's, that's that's not a guy. Is this a regular kick in the groin? It was just a regular <laughs> kick in the groin. You know? But yeah, I, I mean, I, I I dig this movie. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I, I really think it's one of those movies where I can literally just play it and just kind of have fun watching it. I will say this, this though, for all the movies that's coming out recently in April, this is all bullshit before Avengers. Let's just get to Avengers. Let's true, true, it. true. Oh, yeah. uh, another comparison I can give to Really Player One, mm-hmm. uh, The Greatest Showman. Okay. Oh, okay. Have, I know you haven't seen it yet, but I keep... Harping on about how the story is not great. 
mm-hmm. but the songs are fantastic. Okay. So it's kind of like that too. The Ready Player One, the story is not great, but the visual effects and pop culture is fantastic. So mm-hmm. that's how I would compare. They're, okay. they're both like crowd-pleasing movies. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in your movies, that's all you really ask for. Yeah. Yeah, and I we I know we're critics or whatever, but we actually do like this kind of stuff too. So there. Yeah, there's a there's, <laughs> we've mentioned this before. There's a every movie kind of you bring there's something different to a movie. You can slice it in different ways and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It, there's no real there's no real formula to judging a movie. I do believe there's like a baseline of what a movie has to do. Uh, you know what I mean? It has to you know tell a story that makes sense. You know, not a lot of plot holes and all that stuff. You know what I mean? But still, there's, there's a lot of ways to review a movie. But yeah. Exactly. Okay. And this has been another episode of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who What Works Winner.